0: Hey guys, this is my league and this is the My Taught You podcast. Today is May 2nd, 2016. It's been a while um, since I've spoken to you. We are just a few days shy of one of my favorite holidays of all time, Cinco de Mayo. I don't know how that became my favorite holiday, uh, but I usually have a party. I am having one this week, so it's been crazy, um, but I'm really looking forward to it. I am... Back to do a five podcast business series for entrepreneurs, um, aspiring entrepreneurs, or even if you are entrepreneurial, if you will. I think that even if you have uh, a career that you are succeeding at, it doesn't hurt to be entrepreneurial. Um, Or if you just are what I like to call a side hustler, I think that I'm a side hustler. I have a main business that I do, which is Curlbox. And then on the side, I do my Taught You. So, The first of the five podcasts is this one, and this one is titled Squad Goals. Uh, I took some time while I was away in Jamaica to put together a list of 10 people that are on my squad that are Uncommon um, that I thought that you would appreciate. And so I am here to record that today. Um, This five podcast business series is brought to you by FreshBooks. This is the first time this podcast has been sponsored and I'm really excited about it because I really do love FreshBooks. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about them. Our sponsor FreshBooks makes really, really easy to use cloud accounting software that helps entrepreneurs deal with all the paperwork that we just don't have time to deal with. Uh, If you didn't know, when I first started out, I used FreshBooks to help me stay organized with all of my finances and it really came in handy when it was time for me to move and to prove my income because I had no paycheck stubs at the time. So if you are an entrepreneur and you're looking to move, uh, the software that they have is just like super amazing in how it works. Um, You can format and send invoices with your pretty logo on them. They look super professional. One thing that I love is that you can also find out who opened the invoice so I hate those dreaded calls of like have you seen my invoice this way you already know that they have or haven't um they also can help you get make sure that you get paid on time with reminders like hey uh sent this invoice a week ago what's up Um, you can also keep track of your receipts. So if you have some expenses for a client and you literally can just take a photo of it, they have an app now, which is so crazy. Um, that'll help you keep up with all of that. And more than anything, it's going to help you stay organized for tax season, which I know is our favorite time of year. But, um, I think that, you know, when you're working in your business and Sometimes you don't even realize how much you've made because you just keep collecting checks here and there. I loved being able to go on to FreshBooks and see exactly where I stood for the year, set some goals for the year. So I really do love it. Um, What's super awesome about this is that they are offering all of my listeners a free 30 day trial. Okay. To claim it, all you have to do is go to freshbooks.com slash my taught you and enter my taught you in the how did you hear about a section and you can check it out. And I really would love to know what you think about it um, because I used it. I loved it. And I really just think it's cool. So now that we've got that out of the way on to the show, this episode um, took me quite some time to kind of sketch out my notes because I really wanted to think about. Who are some of the people that you would find very helpful as you are either starting your journey, if you are in the middle, or if you kind of just need to like reset and refresh and think about who you have around you. Um, I did record this podcast. This is the second time I'm doing it because I think that... um, I got a little worried. Uh, Sometimes I, I occasionally will read some of the, like, I want to know how I'm doing with you. And some people have said that they couldn't hear me, um, that I'm soft spoken. I think one of the things that I've realized I had to try was turning up the volume on the player. So if you have the iTunes player, um, not on your phone or not on your computer or in your car, but using, making sure you turn up the player. Um, And that is that. So, The first person that I have on my squad is a respected, proven naysayer. And I know you're probably thinking, I know she is not saying this because who needs naysayers, right? But notice I said respectant and proven. And when I say proven, I mean, this person has succeeded in something, you know, they have succeeded in business. And when I think about who that person is to me, you know, right now, I think about one of my closest friends, Ken, who I'm sure he wouldn't want me to say that he's a naysayer, but... I think that he helps me understand the other or downside um, of everything, you know? And so he helps me, I am one of those people who is just like, uh, like I call ignorantly ambitious. Like I think there's nothing I can't do. I get excited about everything. I get an idea and I'm ready to jump off the cliff right away. Oh my God, this is so amazing. Let's, you know, let's print it up, let's run it, let's go. And then I have, then I'm like, wait a minute. Let me run this by someone who can poke a ton of holes in this, you know. And so I think that it's important to have someone who can, you know, show you the other side of things or who can challenge you. And then understanding that, you know, just because someone is able to bring up something that you may not be comfortable with or that you may not be a fan of, understanding that this is going to help you when you hit those rough patches in hard times and you will be prepared. So, When I was first starting out with Curlbox, Ken told me sort of all the things that I could expect to go wrong. And I remember just like rolling my eyes like, oh my God, he is not supporting me. Um, But when I tell you that to this day, the things that he told me to look out for are the things that were the biggest issues that we had. And I felt prepared for them. I was happy to have him around to not just, you know, clap every time I say something or to be excited about everything single thing I come up with and I wrote down right here because someone um, shares an opinion that you would classify as negative doesn't make them a negative person you know you want to keep people around you that will help keep your visions healthy and well-rounded I'll say that again because I really do love that sentence You want to keep people around you that will help you keep your visions healthy and well-rounded. And so that is why I have my respected, proven, quote-unquote, naysayer um, on my side. Somebody to sort of show me the other side of all my fab ideas. Now, the second person that I have on this list is a respected, and proven optimist someone that knows the challenges and can help you present three to five ways around them so I have someone like that and that is um my friend Brian who happens to be one of Ken's very good friends uh I was introduced to Brian through Ken and Brian is that person that I go to when I have some some serious challenges and I want to go to someone who I feel like is positive and can come up with solutions to just about everything. He is that person. He has the skills to give me viable options and kind of helps me approach these hurdles. So I think you need to have that person in your life. And I, I like what I love most about him is that he'll say to me, you know, if he can't figure it out right then and there, I love how sort of optimistic he is about figuring it out and getting back to me. And he's just really, really great about that. And um, I think that I like having the balance because you want to have as many respected viewpoints as you can, right? I mean, uh, you there are going to be times when, you know what's right in your heart and you simply need to go with your gut and it doesn't matter if the, what the naysayer says and it doesn't matter what the optimist says you know that you need to do this I have reached a couple points um, in my career where that happened where people you know either of those people were making suggestions of how they felt like I should be or what they felt like I should say or sometimes how I should maybe limit myself and I was just like you know what I do understand it and I do respect it but I'm going. Going to go with this and I'm going to try it on for size and my gut pretty much hasn't failed me and so if this is something you know whatever that decision is that you have if your gut check is saying we got this then you don't need to rely on either of those you just go with your gut um, and see what happens the third person on my squad is an assistant um, I don't know where you may be in your business um, but I'm going to give you a couple of things to consider, you know, on whether or not you may need an assistant. If you are having trouble keeping track of meetings, um, work deadlines, uh, special details, birthdays, you know, super important things. If you are just literally dropping the ball, it's time for an assistant. If You cannot take on new business, new projects. If you can't dive into the new space professionally because you're just so weighed down and busy, you need an assistant. Um, If you're too busy to be creative or think about your business in a long-term way or sense, you need an assistant. Um I'm pretty sure I've shared this but I started out as an assistant. I would say that I've probably assisted four um professionals over the course of my career, so I understand you know sort of why one may need an assistant and I also understand um what they do because I've done it and I want to take some time to tell you what they do. So, okay, this is my little break because I don't know when I do these podcasts, I just get so thirsty and I know that some people don't like that. I take a little water break, but I need it. So one second. What does an assistant do? An assistant keeps your life together. Um, You won't be missing out on personal stuff or professional stuff because that person is there to help you balance it all what does my assistant do? My assistant, I think like their top job and I have a, I have a full on job description, but the top job is to basically manage my calendar. Um, I live my life very much to the calendar, to the minute, to the hour, um, to the day, because I just like knowing what my month looks like, looks like. I like knowing what my week looks like and what my day looks like. And I have Three people on my team, four if you include myself, who have access to this calendar. I use um, Google Calendar and I kind of like sync it to my iCal. And on any given day, anybody on my team can go um, online or if they have it synced to their phone and see what I'm doing every day. Um, I, I love that because it helps them understand. I like for them to know that I am a team player, but it also, if they need to talk to me, they can schedule time. If they want to have me help them on something and they need to meet for me to talk to somebody that they're working with, they can schedule some time for me to talk to that person. And I sort of have this thing of like, you can pretty much add whatever you want to add to my calendar between the hours of nine, um, and six o'clock and I will do it, you know? And so, I like having um, someone who, who keeps the calendar, who can do light errands. You know, there are times when, uh, okay, so I bought the new house, and they weren't offering, because I bought a new house in a new neighborhood, there was, like, no cable. So finally I found out that Comcast was in the area, and I don't know if you guys have Comcast, but Comcast was like, yeah, sure, we can get you set up in five weeks. I was like, Five weeks, so I had to get a hotspot. But long story short, Comcast was like called, and we're like, we're 15 minutes away to set it up. And if you can't do it today, then you have to schedule another appointment. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Having an assistant means that I don't have to miss these kinds of things because they can come over let Comcast in, make sure that things get handled so that I can stick with my schedule. You know, I don't like getting thrown off. So those are some of the things that they do. Um, they can take notes while you're on calls. So sometimes because of my schedule, I'll take calls in the car. And when I take calls in the car, I can't, you know, I have the um, Bluetooth in the car so I can, you know, have both hands on the wheel and I can talk through the car, but I can't necessarily take notes or sometimes, I'll be on the call and I will say, okay, you know what? I'll send you this. I'll send you this form. I'll send you that form. I'll send you that presentation. When you have an assistant, that person can literally fire those things off while you're still in the car. So they can be on the call with you and they can just help you handle things so that you can be hands-free and keep it moving. Um, They should also be able to help you with like a lot of your business stuff, contracts and stuff like that. Now, I know that some people think, if I have somebody around and they are seeing everything that I do, you know, what if they steal from me and what if they do whatever? If you, I'm not saying that that can't happen, but that can't be, that can't be what's stopping you or what's drowning you. You know, you have the person sign a non-disclosure agreement. You can go online and you can print one that basically says, you know, anything that you see or hear while you're working for me, if you share that you can be in trouble and then you can have them sign a non-compete meaning you are going to learn how I do things and if you go and try to start the exact same thing you're also going to get clipped so just make sure that you cover your bases so that you can have the you know mental space to go ahead and handle that um I'm able to be a lot more productive by having um, an assistant. And if you're wondering how can I afford this, start slow. Um, right now, I have a very full-time assistant with like full-time salary and that whole deal. But when I first started out, I had um, an assistant virtually working two hours a day, five days a week, and we started at 100 bucks a week. So she'd work two mornings a week virtually. She'd check in. She'd give me a call. Um, I'd go over sort of what my goals for the week were, who I wanted to follow up with, what I wanted to happen. And she just made sure that she spent that time circling back with people, keeping me ordered and organized. And it was the best money that I've ever spent. That person still works for me to this day um and definitely we have we've far exceeded the um hundred dollars a week she's not my assistant if you will but just kind of a more higher ranking person who really sort of understands me understands how I work and but more than anything super understands the business and she still works virtually and not exactly sure um how I'd survive without her because she's just that good um the fourth person that I feel like you need on your squad is a certified accountant uh, you need this don't sort of like don't skimp on this Uh, I think if I could give you some tips about something that I have found helpful is to uh, find an accountant that is also an entrepreneur Um, I just have found by having an accountant that owns their own business they fully understand what I'm going through um, at all times and is able to help me plan is to help able to help me understand some things and uh, my accountant has been in business for himself like for I would say probably over 20 years if I had to guess I'm sure it's probably more than that but someone who has gone Gone through a lot of the things that I've been, I've been experiencing for the first time. Um, I also think that you should be referred to your accountant. I think that having someone that can refer you to someone, you just want to make sure that this person does the kind of work that other people trust. You know, um, I I was referred to my accountant. I actually met with my accountant the first time, and I remember meeting with him and. Uh, we sat down and he was kind of like being really brief and short with me and was like, you know, I'm going to need your bank login info. And I was, I remember being like, you know what, sir, like you can fall back. I'll find someone else. But then he called me back. Like, like let's just say a month later and was like, whatever happened to you? And I was like, you know, when you just kind of like asking me for this, it didn't make me feel comfortable. And he was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, explaining to me that it was common practice for an accountant to, he wanted to kind of get inside and see my spending habits and to see how the business was going through like the banking. And there is a way, and I didn't know this at the time, but we have it now that he can log in to my online banking as just a sort of viewer, if you will, they call it something I forgot, but he can, he has his own login. He can go in and he can pretty much see what I'm doing at all times, which has been very helpful because there were times I remember like maybe three years ago, he scheduled a meeting with me and he was like, Hey, you know, I want to come to your office. I want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, you want to come to my office? Because I typically always go to his. And he kind of just like sat me down and was like, I want to show you your spending. Like I I want you to really see what you're doing. And it was at that point that I got like a huge wake up call and I got the wake up call super early. And I was just glad that like he was able to like show me this, sit me down and was just like, this is what you spent that can be accounted for. And I was just like, Oh my God. And after that, he um, had me open up another account where that had a, um daily spending limit on it. And that's what I have been using for the past three years. Maybe three and a half years now. But like he was like, You're gonna open a new account. You're going to use this account. This account has a daily spending limit. And that is all you are to spend, like for your personal life, period. And that helped me with a budget. And so that's why I say sit down with someone who can uh go over your goals for you but isn't afraid to tell you when you may be going too far you know that's what you need is someone who's going to help you pump the brakes because a lot of the times we don't even really know um and so that person should be able to say what you should be paying yourself how much goes back into the company how do you set a budget for your business how do you set a budget for yourself um which is what my account helped me do um when is it time for me to buy a home when is it time for me to buy my office space versus it? um what kinds of tax credits do you think I should pursue you know these are the things that you should do I say if depending on where you are in your business if you can sit down with your accountant twice a year great quarterly is even better I do about every six weeks um just to kind of say this is where I am with my savings and like I even had my accountant I showed him sort of where I was with my savings and he was just like, you shouldn't, this money isn't going to yield anything. Let me introduce you to Morgan Stanley so your money can work harder for you. These are all the kinds of things that you want for your account to be able to do. If your accountant doesn't do those kinds of things, either ask for those things or find, you know, someone who is going to kind of dig deeper into you, into your business and help you kind of make sure you're making the right kinds of financial decisions. The fifth person on the squad is the not is also a not so fun person, uh, but definitely needed is an insurance agent. Um, A lot of people don't really think about this as they're doing businesses, but you need general liability insurance for your business. What is general liability insurance? General liability insurance protects your business from another person or business's claims of bodily injury, associated medical costs and damage to property. So if you have a business and in some way, if anybody can get hurt or anyone can be offended. And I recently learned about this when I um, sort of re-upped all of my insurance just a couple months ago that like if I, if you're online and you're telling, you know, all these people who are like giving out all this advice, uh, hashtag me included. Um, if somebody takes it and feels like you let, you know, let them wrong, you could be in trouble and you just want to make sure that you've covered your bases on it. It's not a ton, but you want to be covered. Um, and always make sure that you have everything up to speed and in place. That's what I just did recently, making sure that, um, that the addresses that you have down are correct and covering the right things, um, that, you know, you constantly, as you update people, you update projects that you keep the insurance updated. Um, if you have employees working for you, um, that, or traveling on your behalf that you have that kind of insurance coverage, you just want to make sure that you're assured up. So I have sort of, um, uh, yeah, home insurance uh business insurance car insurance uh health insurance the dental all that stuff um just making sure that I'm just shored up on that uh because you don't like you know I think the life insurance I actually have life insurance and um the life insurance guy called me and was just kind of like uh, the new person he was just like you know you may not necessarily um need it if you have a uh, you know if you depending on what you want to do with the business when when you're gone and i do have just about 2 weeks ago i uh did my will and i did my living trust all very scary i don't know if you've done that before but i think that like social media if it's done nothing else it's made me you start looking at it's like death has become not that i didn't think it was real before but it like the the death has like it's like you know it can and will happen and to not prepare is just such an ill thing to do and I think because you before you would hear about oh did you hear about so-and-so so-and-so die. but now when people start like posting all these pictures on Facebook and you're like oh my god they were just with that person that just kind of started making me be like you know what you need to cover your tracks you need to get it together and so um that was all that was done and that wasn't with an insurance agent that was with um that was with an attorney, but, um, that just kind of tacked onto the back of that is just making sure that I had everything uh, ready to go because, and I didn't realize this when I talked to the attorney, if you have a business and you are unmarried, like I am, um, if you're married, then the government automatically gives it to your spouse. But if you are not, then they start like looking out to family members and it's like, okay, these are the, this is what, this is what the government's going to do with this. If you don't explicitly say what you want done. Um, and then there's also a page that I need to fill out that talks about like your last wishes, like your true last wishes. And do you want to be buried? or Do you want to be cremated? Just all these things that I think would like comfort people a little bit in your absence. Like nobody wants to see you go. Uh, but just to like, to just make sure you have your, um, your ducks in a row and you handled your business. So that was a little a little bonus uh the sixth person sixth person on my squad is a housekeeper um I don't enjoy housework at all never have and likely never will um I don't like it. I am that girl that's like I love putting things in the washing machine but don't like taking things out of the dryer or folding them up. Like I'll do all the steps. I like separating, I like washing. I'll even move it to the dryer but after that, girl, you lost me. Um same thing. I don't like taking out trash. Uh I don't think this makes me a bad person. I don't even think it makes me a diva. I think it is me recognizing my strengths and recognizing my weaknesses. Um if you don't enjoy housework like I don't uh, don't put the pressure on yourself to try to clean and do laundry and be every woman like you don't have to do it and I think that you'd be surprised at how reasonable it is to get someone to do it and I have found that like I've had housekeepers in the past one of my old housekeepers Mary hey Mary she hope you're out there somewhere Mary really loved what she did like you could see that it was just like the joy and just kind of the like, it was her, it was her jam. She put her music on and just kind of like cleaning seemed cathartic and like how she cared for the home and cared for you. Like it was her way of loving on others. Like, you know, she liked to do things that made people feel, you know, special in their home. And so there are plenty of people that are out there that, that do that. And that'll feel that way that will help you. Um, And maybe it's not, I do the housekeeping um, weekly but maybe it's a monthly thing for you just to kind of make sure that you've got everything done. And maybe if you like cleaning up, but you don't like laundry schedule a laundry service, you know, find one that's reasonable and just take the, take the, take the work out of this for you. And I'm going to tell you why, if you're like me and it takes you a full day, like it takes me a full day to clean up like a section of my house, not even the whole thing, just a section And that is just like not the best use of my time. Right. That is just such time wasted. So if I really just clean the house like I wanted to, it would take me probably two to three days to get it clean the way I like it versus I have um, the new people that I've been using. It's just like two women. They come in and they bust it down from top to bottom. I think they get it done in like five hours and I'm just like, this is the best money spent. So get yourself a housekeeper and don't put the pressure on you. Delegate inside the house as well as outside the house. seventh person on my squad who I'm going to go see in about an hour is a licensed psychotherapist. Um, just want to be clear. My girlfriend and I were talking about this in Jamaica. This person is not, you know, a quote unquote online business coach. This is a person who is truly licensed to help you. Um, I, I, I think I equate it to, I like having her and I think about it as like exercise. Like you have to even if you're happy with, you know, your health and your body, you have to keep working out to sort of maintain that, right? I feel the same way about it. Um I did all this uh sort of research as I was working on this cuz I told you like I I put these notes. I worked on these notes for a while and I found something this study by failed thoughts about i think they surveyed like let's just say 2400 entrepreneurs and they were just kind of like entrepreneurs are a unique bunch some of the things that they and when i say they i mean we i mean us if you are here with me um can have is um a large ego uh, low self-esteem when no one is looking we can work some really crazy hours we are constantly or can be constantly running from fear. Uh, I feel very nervous today. Um And that's all I've really been able to think about. And I'm glad that I have a session today because I'm just like, I feel so nervous. I started talking about January 2017 and got nervous, like freaked out because I feel like I'm always running towards, running for, running over. I don't know. Um, That's something that I deal with and the feeling of like the nervousness that I feel um, is a real feeling and I will be able to talk about that today um, and have a professional sort of help me through this so that I do not become paralyzed or I do not turn it up even further because something else that I learned that I do uh, is that I over function and so you can google that it's a real thing i do a lot of over functioning and really just trying to work on that and so um that is some, something that we struggle with um we can be hard to live with at times you know what i mean it's just like uh when you want to get up early when you want to go this when you want to when you want to be like i need to answer my phone i need to be on my phone i need to be on my computer all the time Um, sometimes we have unrealistic expectations. I struggle with that as well. Um, I want everything to be a blowout. Like if it's not a blowout, I feel like I failed and I know that's stupid and I shouldn't think that way, but it's kind of how I feel. I should not use the S word. I'm so sorry, but I know that I shouldn't do that. You know, it's just like, if something doesn't like blow up and get like this grand reaction, I feel, um, not so great. And it's just like, stop it you tried you know and so also we tend to be and this is the, the thing that's really tough and this is the thing that I, I really love working with my psychotherapist about is that we tend to be so judgmental of ourselves I probably just judge myself three to five times in the last like you know five minutes but that's okay because that's we talking about this that's okay but like because we tend to judge ourselves so harshly we tend to judge others just as harshly, if not a bit more. And that's something that you slash I slash us slash us have to work on is that like everybody's not gonna be like us. Everybody doesn't have the desire to like do the things that we do and learning to like live with people that aren't so aggressive and so ambitious and so, you know, people just aren't wired that way. Um, And so that's like, I love, I have worked over the last couple of years to try to understand people where they are, um, and figure out, figure out our relationship and how we are going to work together based on, you know, maybe their work style or their ambition. And like, I don't know, it's tough. I'm like, how can you not want this? How can you not want more for yourself? And it's like, some people don't want that like fall back chill. So, um, if you feel that you struggle with any of those things that I just mentioned, uh, a licensed psychotherapist will help you. Um, Sometimes the drive to succeed and even the success can be isolating. Um, And I don't know if, excuse me, we isolate ourselves. Um, I don't know if people isolate us, but I do know, um, just had a conversation like literally an hour ago about how, um there was a time when if I came around or somebody wanted to talk to me people for the most part had no ulterior motives like if people were kicking it with me I knew that they were kicking it with me because they thought I was cool they thought I was fun they wanted to have a good time um I now you know it's this thing of like can you post it to your Instagram can you talk about this can you do that and it's just like it's a very um, isolating space, because you're just like, you used to be able to just look at people and the innocence of it all. And now it's like, to not be able to just sort of be naive about things anymore, you know? And I have found therapy to be helpful in just kind of like working my way through the isolation of that and sort of the, um, the naivete that you just don't get to have anymore. Um, Also, uh, like my girlfriend said on the trip, you know, you don't have to keep wearing your friends out about certain things that they may not care about, that they may not understand. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I understand like, this is, this is all we talk about. You know, we love to talk about this. We love to talk about ourselves. We love to talk about our wins because, Um, there was a time when we probably thought they were impossible. And so if you have entrepreneur friends in your life, don't, don't beat them up. It's just like, you know, to have succeeded, uh, in a, in a world where most people tell you how X amount of businesses and however, don't survive, we're just happy to be surviving every day. Um, I think they also will help you figure out what your triggers are. And if you have a block, like if you are listening to this and you have not become who you want to be or haven't gotten where you want to go and you're like, I just can't figure out why. um, If you're doing everything right professionally, then maybe your psychotherapist can be like, this is this is the block. This is the thing that's holding you up. So um, can never can never talk about that uh, enough. But that's the seventh person on my squad. Eighth person on my squad is a dope graphic designer I just text with mine not too long ago you want somebody that fits your vision um I have found that a lot of people have hired the graphic designer that I use because they are thinking like if I just get someone to design my stuff the way hers looks then I'll be successful that's not really how it works the way that I work with uh the graphic designer is that instead of clipping out other logos or other things that I like, I will make a collage with the feeling that I want to evoke with the logo or with the, the look and feel like, so I will do a sort of mood board with, it may be a city, it may be a food, it may be a purse, it may be a shoe, it may be an expression. It's like, what do you want people to feel when they see this? You know, maybe it's feminine. So maybe the mood board is very soft. Um, and maybe you do a couple of mood boards, but I think that you don't necessarily have to copy a look. You want someone that you can send this inspiration to that will create your look for you. So that is my suggestion on that. Um, and if you get a good one, love on them because it's hard to find good ones. Um, Ninth person on the squad is a dope copywriter. Um, There is a such thing of being too close to a topic. I don't know what it is about me. Like I cannot, if you ask me to write something either about myself or about one of the businesses uh, via newsletter or something like that, I just can't do it. It it takes me so long because I start overthinking it. Oh, does this sound like this? this? Does this feel too whatever? And if you have somebody who does this for a living, they can pretty much just, like, write it, get it done, boom, moving on. I have that for the blog writer, the person who writes the blogs, the Insta Talks. If you follow Curlbox on Instagram, someone who kind of keeps up with the time and um, the trends and just stays on top of that. Uh, the newsletters that are sent on our behalf. Like, there is some professional doing these things because... Um, it would take me sort of like the housekeeping just would take me a very long time to be okay with what I'm sending. Um, So I think that a copywriter is awesome. Awesome. Uh, The 10th person on the squad hashtag squad goals is either a trainer or a workout partner. And you should know that the most people, the most successful people know they always need to push themselves, not just mentally, but physically. And I do exercise, I don't like it as much as most people probably think I do, um, but I do like to go and do it often as a discipline exercise to myself because when you get into business, even if you bleed and, you know, sweat and cry this business, there are going to be things that you just don't like doing. Um, There are going to be things that you don't, you have no interest in and you really could, you'd prefer to do without, but you can't. So when I get up in the morning and I put my clothes on rolling my eyes and I eat my little breakfast and I get in the car and I get to the gym and I start up that treadmill. I'm just like, I did it. Just despite my complete disdain, I did it. Um, and so there's also, you know, helps you conquer personal fears. You set high goals for yourself. You break the barriers. You can also do it in the gym. Um, I started to try to do some research and you can easily do this. There are tons and tons and tons of successful people that exercise. I would say like, I, I go out on a limb and say most successful, you know, business people exercise. Anna Wintour of Vogue plays a 5.45 a.m. game of tennis every morning before her blowout, before getting in the car and heading to work. She says this routine keeps her disciplined and moving forward. Your president, Barack Obama, works out 45 minutes six days a week despite not being a morning person um I know I don't have to tell you this but exercise improves your energy so I do a lot of traveling a lot of sitting on planes a lot of a lot of ping-ponging back and forth and the exercise keeps me healthy I don't really get sick that often uh because I think of the exercise um it also is an incentive to eat healthy you know when you've worked out you're like you know what I'm gonna have a salad for lunch or I'm gonna eat these nuts instead uh so exercise is great for that your physical appearance and your confidence uh, that goes without saying and less stress and anxiety so I think that um for how I'm feeling today I told you I was feeling pretty nervous I know that um I'm gonna go sit on the couch in a little bit and then if I just get a good run on the treadmill when I get back home tonight I know that that'll help me feel better and help me sleep better and help me shake this anxiety off um also writing things down for those of you who have the my taught you journal um you can still get the journals on mytaughtyou.com uh that helps me with my anxiety is exercise and kind of just like writing things down so that I can see them. Um, so that is it for me. I hope that you guys enjoy that podcast. Shoot me some questions to my ask.fm. If you have any more questions uh, that you want to ask me, it's ask.fm backslash myleakteal. The website is mytiteyou.com. And I just want to thank Fresh Books again for hooking me up and hooking you up uh, with our deal. You guys have a good day.